Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of The Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Ask Women podcast where you get real advice straight from the source, women. But actually today it's just woman because it's just me, no Marnie. I'm your host, Kristen Carney. You guys know me from kristenandchill.com. And today we have a guy that's going to be really helpful for your dating profiles. So you're going to have to listen closely because dating profiles are key to your dating life. Unfortunately, sorry, it's bad news. But we have Joe Bookoff on with us, who is a photographer and takes pictures of dudes for their dating profile. And I'm going to have a lot to say, but Joe, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking your time out to give us some tips and pointers. Thank you. Happy to be here. So you were on before. What did we cover when you were on our podcast before? I was on maybe three or four years ago. I was trying to figure out exactly where I fit in. I was trying to figure out what skills I could bring to the table as an entrepreneur. And at the time, I was running a blog where I was talking a lot about mindset stuff. I, since then, have learned photography and have applied my skills to over 100 guys' profiles and helped them get the matches and dates that they deserve. Awesome. So the audience probably knows this, but I make over guys' dating profiles. So photos are... One thing that I would say drive me the or the pictures are the one thing that drive me the most insane because it's tricky trying to get the right photos. So, you know, I have my point of view, but you're here as the guest. So I want to obviously first hear everything that you have to say from actually taking the photos. I've never taken the photos. I've just kind of said, this is what I want to get from you and now go out and get it. So give it to us. Like what makes the best profile pictures? What has been the most successful stuff that you've seen? Just give us the go around with it all. Sure. I have a feeling we'll agree on a lot more than we disagree on. I'm prepared to be wrong about that though. (laughs) It's a broad question. I'm going to try to make that into a smaller question by explaining some of the ways I think about photos. First of all, every photo on a profile, I think it's important that's intentional. As in, there should be a reason behind it. It shouldn't just be a good photo of you. The exception is the first and or second photo. The purpose of the first photo is, here's what I look like. Here's a clear photo of at least my chest up, if not my whole body. Second photo could be that. But for instance, a photo I have on my profile is me taking a photo of somebody else with my camera. And so what that shows is I'm a photographer. Right. It's like, okay, this is something that I do, right? right? I've taken a photo of a guy, actually a client 
two days ago. I believe it was two days ago. And his photo, I took several photos for him, but the one photo that I'm talking about is he's sitting back in a chair and he has a cigar in his hand. It's actually in a cigar lounge here in Austin. And he has a cigar in his hand and he looks like a bonafide silver fox. In fact, it really gives off man, most interesting most, man yeah, vibes. That's exactly what I was just about to say. Yeah. And I actually have, they're not going to see the video, right? It's just the audio. Just audio. Okay. Unfortunately for them, because so I'm looking hot today, right? Yeah. Yeah. Smoking. <laughs> Joe's a good smoking. liar. <laughs> I have to be. <laughs> Over there in the corner, I have a cocktail smoking kit and I brought that to the cigar lounge. And so we had him take, and this is who he is. If you met him, you'd be like, wow, like he gives off most interesting men in the world vibes. Fascinating dude. He's a hypnotist. I'm actually getting a session from him later. So I'm excited. But point is, that's who he is, right? And so I wanted to show with that photo, this is a guy that likes the classier things in life. Mm -hmm. Another guy I took a photo of, he is a very different type of guy and he wanted to take a photo of him backpacking. And I'm like, okay, well, in Austin, there's not really a place that we can make it look like you're backpacking. But what we can do is we can have you unloading your backpack from the car as if you parked and now you're going on a backpacking trip. And I made that look quite good as if he was just parked in the parking lot at like a campground and he's pulling out his backpacking backpack. And so bringing that back to your original question, one of my key philosophies, I want to show, I want the photos to look like you on your best day. Right. And so that might mean we stage something because it's not your best day today, but on your best day, you could be found doing these things. Yeah. Yeah. I always talk to guys about how we want to try really hard to make it look like we didn't try really hard. Yeah. <laughs> and that's really yeah. what it is. So you have to put that effort in and make it look effortless. Like you just happened to get caught like turning around just at the right moment mm -hmm. from, you know, I don't know if you're the dude loves to grill or whatever cliche kind of thing, but like you just happen to turn around at the right moment from the grill with the right expression and the right outfit and the steaks looking just right. And that's how you are always when you're at the grill. Obviously, that's not the case. So you really have to put the effort in, but it's like the illusion, but it's also really who they are. So Mm -hmm. I have a little bit of beef, speaking of grilling, Go ahead. <laughs> with photos that look too planned or like they hired a photographer to take all of their photos. So I've had guys come to me where they're like, I've just hired a photographer and they have all these pictures that they just took. And it looks like their JCPenney catalog model, you know, where it's like, here I am in this shirt. And, you know, I'm looking off in the distance and then here I am on this boat, but then there's no other people around and it's very much staged. So are you doing anything in these photos to make it not, you know, and it, that's where the talent comes in of being the photographer, but of making it not look staged, like the guy getting his backpack out of the car. What did you do to make it not look staged? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. I have a lot of clients come to me in our talk, not even booking a shoot yet, but as we talk in order to figure out logistics, you know, essentially I'm selling them, but they've already pretty much decided. And they're talking to me and they're like, hey, I already fired a photographer before, but I didn't get any matches. 
And I'm like, did you hire a dating profile photographer or was it just like a portrait photographer? And they're like, oh, it was just a photographer I found on Instagram. Yeah. And I find that there aren't too many of us around. There are a few other dating profile photographers that specialize in this. There aren't many of us. And so if you're a photographer and need a niche, this is the I'm one. I'm probably shooting myself in the foot, but it's <laughs> perfect. But I found a lot of clients have that frustrating experience where they work with a photographer who does not understand exactly what you just said. There's a couple of things I do. I'm trying to make this actionable because a lot of it is my direction towards the client. You'd be very surprised if you look at my photos if you see how much I pose my client. They look very candid. And I've been told that by people who are not my clients and by my clients. They're like, oh, wow, how did they look so candid? Even the guy, the most interesting man in the world guy, I showed him the photos unedited from the camera screen. He's like, wow, how did they look so, so casual? Like you've been directing me like crazy. A lot of those practice, I've done a hundred profiles, but there's some really great videos. I would go on YouTube and check out, his name is Peter Hurley and he is a portrait photographer. And he has, he's coined this term that's, he's trademarked. So I don't use this particular term with my clients. He didn't make up the facial expression, but he calls it the squinch. And I've been doing it a lot of this. The listeners can't see me, but it's essentially where this is a normal eye thing. And then you raise your lower lids and it makes you look a lot more determined. And there's actual data to show that girls on dating apps swipe right a lot more when guys have this particular facial expression. Okay. So I'm going to stop you there real quick. Sure. So a guy might hear that listening to the podcast and then just like squinch in every single photo. And it's like, does he have something in his eye? Like, does he need to go to the eye doctor, mm -hmm. you know, eventually? So are you mixing in maybe like two of those photos or are you utilizing that for every single photo? So the squinch is an interesting one because it can be combined with a smile or like oh, a yeah. smirk. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or like just a neutral face. I want people listening right now to be doing this while they're hearing you say it. Because people, sure. I think, get very uncomfortable, especially men who don't take pictures of themselves. They'll hear this and they'll be like, oh, that's a good idea, but I would never do that. But once mm -hmm. you actually just kind of put one foot in front of the other with this stuff that feels awkward, posing but not posing and all that stuff alone by yourself in the car or mm -hmm. wherever, by the time you do hire the photographer, you're a little bit more of like, I should be a model. I'm so good at this. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sorry, so keep going. But For sure. No, yeah. it's okay. A couple of additions to that. I always tell clients, because I get on a planning call with them to figure out exactly what shots to get, because I don't know their hobbies until I ask them. So there's the sales call, I guess you could call it, where we figure out logistics for payment and which date we're going to choose, et cetera. And then maybe a week or two before the shoot, we get on a planning call where I'm like, what are your hobbies? Like, let's figure out a shot list. And so I've worked with people who don't have any hobbies because they are dedicated to like becoming a doctor. And I'm like, okay, we'll get some photos of you that are good, that are also relevant to what you do. But to go back to how to make it look casual, one big thing, and this also ties into it feels really fucking awkward. Mm -hmm. One of the things I love to do is instead of a smile, you do a laugh. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you can see it. You can see it. And it's a fake laugh. Mm -hmm. And it, for me right now, I've done it <laughs> hundreds of thousands of times. It feels awkward. It's painful to do a fake laugh. <laughs> do you know how many fake laughs I've gotten as a comedian? <laughs> it's a bunch yeah, of great posers in my audience. They'd all look yeah. great in a photo at that moment. They're like, just, just laugh. Just go with it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But yeah, that is, Yeah, I can see the difference in your smile. Mm -hmm. Do it again real quick. <laughs> Versus. 
Yeah, that. it makes a lot of difference. But yeah, it feels super awkward. Mm-hmm. And the reason is when you smile, it's like, oh, somebody has a camera up. I'm going to smile. That's what most people do. And that looks posed. Even if you have a great smile. I know my smile is probably like an eight out of 10. <laughs> Could improve a little bit, but I'm just going to pat myself on the back for that. But it's still not nearly as good as my laugh. And everybody's laugh is going to be a lot better than their smile because it's, it's it, a reaction. It is. It really is. Because basically mm-hmm. what you're trying to capture in your dating profile is authenticity. And yeah. it's really hard to capture authenticity in photos because with photos, you think pose, pose, pose. Mm-hmm. I've got to mm-hmm. be this. I've got to be that. So I actually, the other day, call me vain, whatever. I don't care. I'm not vain because I hate myself, but I also love myself. I don't know. It's weird. But anyway, I was taking the live functionality from my iPhone and rolling my finger like over to like find the different frames in my photo Mm. because I hate my smile. I am so uncomfortable with my smile. So I was going over, I was looking at this picture of myself where I was in Jamaica in February and just a humble brag. And I was posing with one of the locals because they want tips. You know, they come up to you and it's like, okay, I didn't really want to like take advantage of them and like do this, but I wanted to give them money. And so they were like, yeah, take a picture. So in some of these pictures, I was actually laughing because they were silly or being fun. And I was scrolling my finger on the live functionality thing where I could scroll through each frame and where I actually laughed was the best photo. But the problem was the quality was grainy because mm-hmm. the camera wasn't, you know, like taking the picture at that moment. But what I noticed was my eyes lit up. Mm-hmm. My face was way more natural. And I looked like an actual human being. It was so weird to see myself in that laugh moment where I went, oh my God, I don't hate myself in that version of me. Mm -hmm. But I hate myself in the final version of that (laughs) photo because I'm trying to smile perfectly. And I'm like, you can see the Mm -hmm. tension just coming through me. And I actually, on my Instagram, like there's a couple pictures where my hand, you can see I'm posing for a picture and my hand is Mm -hmm. in a tight fist because Mm -hmm. I want to punch myself in the face because I feel so (laughs) awkward. (laughs) But that's all the tension from trying to capture the right smile. Mm -hmm. And it all goes to my hand. And so I'll be posing with like a block hand at the bottom. Like I'm like some boxing glove, like my hand just is Mm -hmm. shaped like some boxing glove in every photo where I'm trying to smile. So I love the idea of the laugh. So I'm going to turn it back over to you. But I wanted to share that anecdote. If guys want to go through their phone, if they have live photos of themselves and scroll to see each frame and the difference between the laugh and the smile. So that's something that I'm going to totally steal from you and tell my clients. Do it. Yeah. I mean, if it helps other guys, that's great. Yeah. And also, I mean, not to plug myself, but to plug myself, if they want to work with me, I fly out or do photo shoots in Austin. Oh, you do? Okay. Because I was going to ask, I know you're in Austin and I was thinking, well, then only people in Austin have access to you, but that's not the case. Not the case. Yeah. I do charge a reasonable travel fee just to cover my expenses. I have had also a lot of clients who wanted to visit Austin and this is the perfect excuse for them. So a lot of clients drive or fly to me. So either way works. If you're in Austin, of course, then it's easier. But 
I'm actually flying out to Boston soon for a couple clients. Uh, actually, two clients booked me in Boston, so I just booked them on the same trip. I'm like, that makes sense. That's awesome. <laughs> One day and then the next day. That's yeah. so cool. So do you, obviously you said you have like a pre-chat and everything like that, but when you go somewhere to work with a client, you're not familiar with that area necessarily. Mm-hmm. So are you letting them pick their places and then you kind of show up and can adjust quickly on your feet? Or do you go check out the places mm-hmm. first? How does that work? So I work with clients who want to be as involved as possible. And I have had a client recently actually give me a mood board. You probably know what that is. Other people in creative industries know what a mood board is. If you're not in a creative industry, it's like a very specific shot list. It's essentially what you would, it's sort of like a storyboard for a movie, essentially. So I've had clients who are that involved. And I've had clients who are like, just, I trust you and you're the expert, do whatever you want. When it comes to a new city, I was shot in several new cities where the first time I stepped in that city was a couple hours before I was going to go to the shoot. So I get an Uber to my hotel and then the guy comes over like an hour or two later. Sometimes it's easier to start in the hotel lobby because hotel lobbies are really great for photos because you can make them look like five different places. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So to answer that question, it really depends on the shoot. Some of my best shoots have been in cities where I land and I'm like, okay, so we need to get a shot at a tennis court. Where's tennis courts nearby? We need to get a shot near the water. Where's a good park near the water? And they've turned out great, even if I have never been in the city before. So I'm curious about wardrobe. So obviously you talk about wardrobe ahead of time. I'm guessing like you're saying you're doing this photo shoot in one day and they have to obviously be in different outfits. So how does the guy pick out his outfits and are you part of an integral part of that or are you referring them to someone else who can help them with their outfits? Because sometimes these guys, you know, like you can hire a photographer, but not be the best dressed person. And you don't have to be the best dressed person, but having a sense of style or fashion should come along with these photos. You're not wasting your money just showing up with what hasn't worked for you in the past clothing wise. So what do you do for them with the wardrobe? It's a good question. I like to do at least 10 shirt changes. And the reason I say shirt changes and not outfit changes is as guys, the shirt is more important. I have two pairs of jeans, a black pair (laughs) and a dark blue. It's so easy to be a guy. You know, I mean, (laughs) well, kind of not right now in 2022, but like generally two pants, you should see my closet right now. I probably only wear two of them, but it's just stuffed <laughs> with pants that I hate. It's almost like my closet is kind of like my match list on Bumble. It's like all shit I'll never <laughs> wear. Like all these guys I've matched with, I'll never talk to, but I can't get rid of them. Like I can't unmatch them. <laughs> the same with You're my... Like, oh, maybe someday he'll impress me. Yeah. Like if I'm oh. feeling that lonely in three months, maybe I'll want to write to him. So <laughs> anyway, so sorry, I keep going. So no, the, it's okay. The shirt changes. Yeah. So I try to do at least 10 shirt changes. And for pants, I'll go back into the shirts in a second. For pants, at least one shade of jeans and uh, fitness, something because I love to do a walk or a run, depending on how athletic the person is, sometimes a workout shot. That depends on the person's lifestyle. Because again, I want it to be you on your best day. I don't want to lie about who you are, but I want it to be you on your best day. So I've had people paddleboard. I have a in Austin, I we'll bring my paddleboard and we'll blow it up and we'll have you on my paddleboard in the water because you can rent them. Like even if you don't ever do it, it's like, well, maybe you'd be renting one at some day because it's fun. Right. So, and then for shoes, something fitness for walking or running and then sandals, if it makes sense, if we're going on the paddleboard, 
and then something nice casual. So for shirts, mostly I really like, I was going to grab mine to show, but I realized nobody's seeing this. I really like short or long sleeve button ups that have some sort of pattern, pattern that's not something you'd wear business casual, but something that you would wear out on the town. Like if you're going to a bar with some friends where it looks nice, but it's still casual. And that could be like a long or short sleeve button up. Those are my favorites. I like to do the majority of them. And then apart from that, just if you can't see, wish you can't see, I'm wearing a form-fitted Zara Navy shirt. If you are fit, I've worked with people of all fitness ranges. If you're a fit, Zara is amazing. If you're a fit or a fatty? Fit. Yeah. Yeah. So what does a fatty do? (laughs) I would wear slightly loose clothes. So, I mean, if you work with another photographer or you just have your friends take your photo, sitting down, if you're a little overweight, sitting down is a cheat code to hiding your gut. Usually when guys are overweight, the the fat is all in the gut. Yeah. I'm pretty lean and like my arms are very vascular, but all my fat, even though it's not much, is all in my belly. So like we essentially just hold all our fat on our belly. And if you, I've worked with a lot of guys who have like a big gut. And if you sit down and you have a slightly slight, not very, but slightly baggy shirt, you'll look very attractive. And then of course, nothing beats. Unfortunately, it's hard work. Nothing beats. I'm going to the gym and working with the trainer. I have a trainer that I refer some clients to if they want to lose weight. Yeah. But also like a sharp blazer, like a modern kind of somewhat almost fitted, even if you're overweight, can be slimming if it's like the right cut and the right angle and you're either sitting or standing at the right angle. So I work on profiles all the time. They're exhausting. And they're exhausting because I put so much energy and work into them. But they've caused me to be so nitpicky and so aware of like shit that's wrong. And I see it over and over and over. So something that I see... So I'm going to kind of push you a little bit here. Something that I see with photography, like you're saying, I want them on their best day. And I completely agree with that. But as I mentioned earlier in the episode, I think the key is finding your authenticity in your profile or being authentic in your profile. Now, if you're perfect in every photo, it's like perfectly imperfect is kind of what I like to, what I personally like to aim for with the guys that I work with, where it's a great shot. It is their best day, but there's one photo I always try to get where they're not performing. Like they're not out hiking. They're not out at the tennis courts. They're not being their best selves because they're a human being. So like I have, so I have a client that I'm working with right now and he is a really good looking guy. He's got like a great job, a great sense of style, blah, blah, blah. So he can pull off this photo because he's not like, you know, Brad Pitt, but he's a very good looking guy. So it's almost too much if he's perfect in every photo. So he sent me a photo of him sleeping. Basically, he was sitting in a chair with his head back and his mouth open and he was like sound asleep. And so I was like, this is the photo that we need to add into your profile because we want to find that perfect and perfect. So it's like, look at this guy. He's six foot two or three. He's on sailboats and he's got great sunglasses in one picture and then great regular glasses in another picture. And he's do like, you know, you can tell he's got money, blah, blah, blah. But then that one photo of him with his head back sleeping with his mouth open is like, this guy's a human being. And I know I can get real with him. And so he actually revealed that his family makes a calendar of him every year. Each month has a different picture of him sleeping. 
And it's because he loves sleeping. So <laughs> that's hilarious. And I'm like, that's great conversation starter. That's such an icebreaker. And so since we put that picture in his profile, he's gotten the most likes on that picture. So are you doing, because again, I have guys come to me, they're like, I hired a photographer and obviously it's not you that they hired, but I will try to mess the pictures up a little bit or give them a little edge or roughen them up just a little. So are you doing anything to kind of like bring them down to earth at all? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. That brings up a lot of things I wanted to talk about. First of all, I'm not, what do you call it? I'm not like a clairvoyant into women's minds. And one thing I tell people, because a lot of clients will be like, hey, which photo should I choose? And I do have a, like a small add-on where, uh, like a small add-on package where I choose, I'm like, here's your profile. Like all the photos that we took, because I'll give like a couple hundred photos to clients. And then for clients who get that add-on package, they'll be like, here's the 10 that you should pick from, or like the 20 and then like yeah. mix and match yep. that I think are the best ones. But here's the thing. I, first of all, women are not a monolith. Some girls will like certain photos. Some girls will like other photos. And second of all, I'm giving an educated guess. The right answer is what do girls swipe on? It's kind of like entrepreneurship. It's like, well, what do people pay money for? It's like, you can make any business decision. You can be like, listen to the customer. Customer is always right. Or you can be like, customers don't know what they want. You need to figure out what they want that they're not saying. And with both of those philosophies, you can make a successful business. And so with girls, it's similar. It's like, you can go at it from the philosophy of we need to make it a little bit imperfect. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. In fact, I'm experimenting with that in my own profile myself. I have a smartphone photo. It's a good smartphone photo, but like it's obviously much lower quality than all the rest of my photos which were taken with my camera. But at the same time, I don't do that for clients myself. Pretty much all my clients get results. There's a couple here and there where they weren't in the best shape physically. And, and maybe like one particular client, he brought three oversized shirts, even though I told them to bring 10. So like all the clients who follow the advice that I give them before the shoot, they've all gotten results. And some of them have been like, Joe, I had to pause my profile. I'm getting so many matches. Yeah, obviously I love hearing that. So I want to hear more yeah. about that in one second. I forgot we have sure. to take a break. So we're just going to go to a break and then come back and talk about all these matches that people get because of your photos. So keep listening. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's Stanley Cup Finals, Major League Baseball scores, all the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just remember to use our promo code CLNS50 to get the bonus and to get into the action. Bet online, where the game starts. 
If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly, and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty and you'll find out all about it. So now that we're heading out of cuffing season, which is that season where women want the guy to keep them warm at night so they're a little bit more easygoing or flexible on who they'll date, you're going to need to step up your game. And part of stepping up your game is stepping up your banter game. So many times guys lose out on girls because they don't know how to be fun, witty, engaging, clever, while also being down to earth and creating a real connection. So if you don't want to lose out on the chick because you don't know how to communicate and you're just boring and flat, then take a couple banter sessions with me. I promise you, your dates will go through the roof. Not just because you're throwing them up there because you're so muscular, but the actual number count is going to go up, I promise. So go to kristenandchill.com, scroll down, click banter and choose your package to get those banter skills in shape where this summer, it's gonna be a lot easier for you to get the girl. And if you email me at kristenandchill.com, I may even send you a discount code so you can get these world-class skills at a discounted price. That's kristenandchill.com. And we're back and we're talking about the thing that you guys want to hear the most, which is someone who gets tons of matches because that's what Mm. we're all aiming for. So tell me about those profiles and those pictures and what exactly happened to make them get those matches. Sure. I do want to finish up the last question, if you're cool with that. Oh yeah, of course. Sorry. Real quick. Go for it. So yes, I think there's a lot to be said about experimenting with different philosophies. I have a philosophy that's worked for my clients that's slightly different from yours. I don't try to make an imperfect photo, but I like that idea. And if it works, it works. I'm not the end-all be-all and the arbiter of what women swipe on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just have found something that works for me and for my clients. Yeah, but you're getting people telling you I'm getting tons of matches. I need to like turn my profile off, which I love because, well, obviously one, that's what we're aiming for. But two, they can start to feel a little bit of what women feel of like, okay, this is overwhelming. And I have all these different guys kind of coming at me and they can maybe understand why they're not getting responded to because they have a list this long of people trying to talk to them. So they can see it from that point of view. I just had a guy write to me whose profile I did. And he was like, I'm getting so many matches. Thank you. And that was great. And I was like, okay, I'm so glad. And then a week later, he wrote to me and he's like, okay, I'm getting all these matches and I'm fucking up every single one of them with my banter. Like, I have no idea how to talk to him. So like, I'm pushing all of these matches away. Please help. And so that's a good problem to have, of course, because you're getting all those matches. But what 
you know, like you're saying, you're not the arbiter of like what people will swipe right on. But again, because you are increasing the matches, what is it exactly you think that's increasing the matches? Obviously, I know we're talking about good photos, but more specifically. Sure. One of the things is just the fact that they're quality photos. I have the biggest, the group that I can get the most results for, that I love working with these guys. I love all my clients, but these guys in particular, I just know that their profile is going to blow up, is the guys who are attractive, but have not put any effort into their photos. And they might be getting some matches, but not nearly enough, and not nearly as many as they want, maybe just a few a day. And I love working with that. So like, here's the thing, I can take a great photo of you, but like who you are behind the camera also matters. I've gotten more matches for people who are overweight and maybe don't have the best style, don't have the best fashion, and they build love lives that they love without changing anything else, just for my photos. And I love doing that as well. But the more attractive you are behind the camera, the more work you do on yourself, the better the difference between before and after I've seen. And so that's number one is there is still like, who are you behind the camera? Because you're going to go on a date with her and if you aren't somebody that, like if you maybe you're not in a good place in your life, you don't have your finances in order, you don't have a direction in life, love lives are great and you should probably find a way to get girls into your life, but also find some other things in your life, you know, improve yourself to a point where you're happy. And so that's number one. Number two is I've found one client in particular, this is really funny. Let me go backwards a second. I found if I balance the person out to show a side of themselves that they've never shown that they need to show, then I get a lot of results. One client in particular, he came from an Eastern European family. He was in the Marines and he was a cop. And so you can imagine he did not smile. (laughs) No, you could tickle him on his feet, anything. The funniest comedian lips going nowhere. I tried that. I tried tickling him. On Did speed. you really? No. Oh, God. <laughs> Sometimes I can be a little redheaded. <laughs> I was like, okay, now we're it's getting right. a little like, I don't know, are you into the dudes that you're about? Okay. That was a good joke. I like to tickle all my clients uh, just to get them <laughs> loose for the photo shoot. <laughs> that would be like fun to bring a girl who just tickles them. You know, I don't know. I think that's actually oh, find an assistant to do that. But I don't even think I would want girls to tickle my feet. I'm very self-conscious about my feet. Yeah, well, we could just go sides, sides or armpits, shirts on. Sides, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Maybe shirts off, but shoes on. So for him, I got him to smile because I'd coach him through facial expressions and through body language and stuff. And so I got him to smile and he is like, oh my God, like my friends are going to see this photo and they're like, hey, you're capable of smiling? What? Yeah, yeah. You have teeth? We didn't know you you have teeth. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. And a smile, like it was a more subtle smile, but it was a smile and it looked good. And he was one of my clients who got more matches than any other client. One of the biggest improvements because he was very attractive and he showed a smile. And that's something he hadn't shown before. That was probably one of the reasons he wasn't getting very many matches before. On the flip side, I have had clients who their resting face is like a really friendly face and there's no edginess to them. Mm -hmm. And so I teach them the squinch, which we talked about earlier in the first half, and I get them to do a smirk. Yep. And sometimes I find if for people who are just constantly smiling, I describe a smirk as a lopsided smile Mm -hmm. and that helps them get it. I was like, just smile on one side of your mouth, like a mischievous smile. And then that will help somebody who is always smiling, that will help them do a smirk. And so... I can take somebody who's like stoic, not expressive, 
add a little bit of a smile, or I could take somebody who's a little bit overexpressive and then and bring get it down an edge a to it. Yeah. And I found that that having a variety, so like half the photos, you know, be more like friendly and half the photos be more edgy. I found that's a great combination. Definitely. On the exact same page with you on that. Like I have a photo guide on my website and it specifically says like, it doesn't say rainbow, but like we want almost like the rainbow of facial expressions. Like we want all the different colors of you. We want the different, we want the different shades. And this is like a Seinfeld reference, but we want the different shades of that person. So it's amazing to me how many guys, when they send me their original profile that they're already working with, that they have the exact same facial expression in every single photo. And it either says like serial killer or it says cheese ball, like if they're constantly cheesing with a big smile. So that's why I mentioned earlier about like, you just having to turn around and be caught with the right facial expression, the right. And it's not that you're smiling. It's that, you know, either you've got like a little bit of a grin or a little bit of edginess to you, like you weren't ready for the picture to be taken or, you know, all of those different things. So guys, for some reason, don't think about that. And as someone who is a woman on dating apps, I see the profiles of all the same facial expression, which doesn't give me the different variations of who is this person. He's not just this person all the time. You know, he can't be just this because then that's going to bore me as a female dating him. So when you get the photos, I'm curious about the next step. Once they choose the photos, do you do any subtle editing or Photoshopping? I do. So I do edit with a preset. I found people generally think that a photo that looks edited will not get matches. I found that not to be the case. I edit my photos. I wouldn't say I would edit them heavily, but they definitely look edited for sure. And I find that hasn't affected matches in any way. In fact, like if anything, like my client, I actually just sent him his photos, his finished photos yesterday. And he, like an hour after I sent them, he's like, hey, by the way, like here's a message I got from a girl on Bumble. And the girl on Bumble is like, did you get your photos professionally done? And like, she meant that as a compliment. And so now granted, they look casual. So like, if it's too posed, if you're working with somebody who's not super experienced or not experienced with dating profile photography and they look too posed, that's a no-no. But looking edited, because it's the thing is, for me, and what I've found is having them done with a really nice camera with the background blur, as long as they look casual, I've found that is a huge increase in matches. And some people, most people kind of intuitively understand it. Some people think like, oh, that will make it look like I'm too tryhard because I Mm -hmm. hired a photographer. Yeah. I'm not doing you a service because I say don't hire photographers because it will look like you're trying too hard. Mm -hmm. Most photographers, I think a photographer who makes you look posed, that's accurate. I've found, especially with clients who have like good to okay smartphone photos, you know, smartphone photos that any normal person would take of them, even their friends, even not selfies. And then I get them, my professionally taken photos where they look casual, but obviously like it's taken by a professional because like it's well-framed, it's well-edited and it's with a really nice camera and lens. I think the matches speak for itself. I mean, the thought process that you have, it makes sense. Like I don't blame you or anyone for thinking like that looks too posed, that doesn't look good. It's a reasonable thought to have I will say that the matches speak for themselves though and my clients' results and other, I mean, I also know other dating profile photographers, not just me, their results kind of speak for themselves to that. Yeah. So one thing that comes up with the 
hiring of a photographer is it is a private photo shoot. Now, as a person who makes over profiles, I always say, I want two photos of you with other people. So we can show your social value or show who makes up your world because people are also you know, interested in who does this guy interact with or who are the people that I would be now introduced to. So is that something that you ever do or you... Because I've said to guys that I've worked with before that are hiring photographers, I've said, tell the photographer that you want to bring along like two friends and they're only there for like the photo that they're going to be in, but to get some people in the photo with you as well. And I don't know how the photographer handles that, if they get mad or annoyed or whatever, but do you ever incorporate that? And if not, do you recommend men having a mixture of your photos? So say, you know, like I know Tinder allows like nine photos, Hinge, Bumble, they're at six photos. So would you ever advise a client to say like, use four of my photos and two from your smartphone to mix it up? Or do they use all of your photos? Every single one that they're using is done by you. Mm -hmm. So a couple of things there. I have worked with clients who bring friends. I think that's an awesome thing. Okay, You're 100% right in that social photos are a huge plus. I mean, like, oh, well, this guy's not a serial killer. At least he's 10% less likely to be a serial killer. That photo of him hacking up that girl, like that was probably just a Halloween prop. <laughs> Don't use that as your social photo. <laughs> only live people. I only swipe right on, <laughs> on those photos. Fair enough. Yeah, Fair enough. Swag. I do. I definitely suggest to clients. Most of my clients don't because of whatever, you know, logistical reasons or it's whatever reason, and they still get good matches. They're definitely leaving matches on the table though. So definitely like social photos. As for do I suggest clients use their own smartphone photos? That's something I'm starting to do because... So for you, you're like, okay, have a photo where you're kind of silly and where it's not you at your perfect. For me, I guess my equivalent of that is put a couple smartphone photos. In. I mean, my own profile, I have a couple smartphone photos in there and then the, the rest are professionally taken because I want to, of course, lead by example. So yes, having a couple smartphone photos, because I like to be kind of scientific about this because again, I don't really... You can have the best logical reason for why girls would or wouldn't swipe right on something. And then in reality, the complete opposite happens. And so I like to see what actually happens before I suggest to clients. Um, so I don't have too much data, like if you want to call it data, about whether having mostly professional with a couple smartphone works. But from what I've seen in my limited amount of data, it's a weird way to talk about it. But what I've seen from that is that, yes, that does seem to help matches. Throw a couple smartphone photos in there. Yeah. Yeah. It just it kind of shows a little bit of this kind of not trying hard, but look at the other photos. And again, not that they're you're because you're posing them to make them not look like they're trying hard, but it just kind of adds in a little bit of that homemade element. So what's your opinion on animals in photos? Just even if you haven't taken pictures of animals in photos, I, as a girl, when I'm going through the dating apps, a lot of guys will just have a singular photo of their dog. And in my opinion, of course, dogs, it's like, they're cute, but it seems like okay, they love their dog. That's great. But it does seem like a ploy because girls will be like, oh, a dog and like trick them into wanting to swipe right just based on the dog. But also I think it eats up 
space for them to show more of themselves. So again, you're not taking pictures of the animals specifically, maybe you are, but would you recommend a guy have a photo of just his dog in there or should he be in the photo with his dog? Definitely he be in the photo. Yeah. So yeah. I haven't ever taken a photo of just the dog. Well, I did for one client because he want that wasn't for his dating profile. He wanted them for other reasons. I'm yeah. like, well, he's the dog's already here. I have the camera out. Like it right. doesn't cost me anything. Yeah. So a couple of things to say about that. Yes, if you have a dog, use it. I, I had a guy who had a dog, fucking adorable dog. He had an Australian shepherd named Simba. And so, of course, I had him like do a photo of him like holding up Simba. And the dog's like, what's going on? So that was just a silly one. I also got some ones. Another client, there's this place I like to go to take photos of where there's gelato. Because first of all, eating gelato, it's kind of a fun thing to do. It's like, oh, I'm kind of playful. And it's like, I, I don't really take myself too, too seriously. Plus the physical place where the gelato place is, where you sit down is really photogenic. And I've gotten some of my best photos and I literally take almost all my clients there. And I've gotten some of my best photos right there. And this one guy, he brought his dog and he was like feeding the dog gelato. Oh, perfect. And so there's some fun photos you can get with your dog. I would say incorporate them into the photo. The second thing I would say is there's data shown that cat photos are neutral to slightly negative. Yeah, I was going to ask about the cat stuff. Yeah. I have had clients with cats and I'm like, hey, if you want, this is usually how I'll, if somebody wants to do something that I really don't suggest, then I usually say, hey, if you want to do it for yourself, great. I don't suggest it. It doesn't tend to do well on dating apps, but you hired me. I'm okay doing it if that's important to you, but here's my advice. And that's what I've done with people with cats. So I haven't really taken any because usually people are like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Poor cats. They get such a bad rap. They're so adorable. They're adorable creatures. And, you know, women have a thing about like, oh, a guy with a cat. But like going right back to the beginning of the episode, it all comes down to authenticity. So if you fucking love cats and you are a dude with a cat and you're proud of it, and that's a selling point for you, and that's maybe where you can be unique and it will filter out girls that aren't your style, go for it. But like you said, as the data shows, it doesn't really totally help. So it's like, you know, making your own call. Like, do I want to risk it and put the cat in and show really who I am or leave it out and then let them discover that down the line? Now, if you had 10 cats, that's obviously another issue. The smell would just come through the camera, I feel like. Oof. <laughs> Oof, yeah. You made a really good point that I want to highlight there. And that is that photos are a great screening tool. So not yes. every photo should be, I want to appeal to the most girls possible. Exactly. For a while, I, I don't have this photo on my profile anymore, but for a while I had a really nice, perfectly lit photo where I'm perfectly lit and the background is perfectly black of me in my blazer open. So just nothing underneath, just like my shirt holding up handcuffs. Damn. And handcuffs? Handcuffs. Yeah, oh like sexy, sexy handcuffs. I hope somewhere in this photo is a cat standing at your feet. Uh, yes. Okay, yes. good. All right. No, no, no. I wanted. <laughs> that would be cool though. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Very white and fluffy. No, so that photo, it was extremely polarizing. And that's one reason why I don't have it on my profile anymore because I haven't quite gotten that right. I know people who do, who do that exact photo and, and swear by it. But it's a really good example of screening because like I'm trying to screen in girls who are cool with, at the time, cool with a very sexual relationship. Mm -hmm. And so that is something that I use to be like, okay, if a girl swipes her enemy, like she knows what she's in for because of that photo. Right. And if she doesn't want me, then that's 100% fine by me. 
she can swipe left. Now you could also screen in like girls who are looking for like maybe have your mom in a photo or something. And so if you're only looking for like a girl you're going to marry, it's like, okay, if you're only looking for girls you're going to marry, like have a photo of you being adorable with your mom. Like that's another screening tactic. If a girl is looking for something more casual, she's not going to swipe right on you at all. Or if you're a, a single dad, have a photo with your kid. If you think that's okay to put your kid out there, of course, then have a photo with your kid because then you're screening in girls who are okay with you being a single father. So I have been talking about, well, the data shows this, like you're going to lose girls that way. But in the end, if it's really important for you, if your cat is the most fucking amazing thing in your life and any girl who like is a little bit put off by you having a cat, if that's like super important to you, then I would say, go ahead and take a photo with a cat because then you're going to screen out the girls who are not cool with that. And that's more important than getting every single girl that you could possibly get. I agree because you can really burn out. Like you mentioned, if your guys who have gotten a lot of matches have to turn their profile off for a little while, they're going to be putting so much energy into the process that eventually it could burn them out. So if you have too many people, you're going to burn out and then eventually not present your best self in conversation or once you're on the date or, you know, the initial chat, whatever, because you're just going to be like, oh, I've right, got to check off this box because I, you know, this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl, and now I'm exhausted. So I find that filtering is a better thing to do, especially as you get older. If you're 21 years old or something like that, maybe having less screening is great because you want to meet as many different people as possible and experience as many different types of people as possible. Whereas, you know, someone like me, I'm in my later 30s, I'm looking to settle down and I've learned that I need to have things that are filtering the wrong guys out fast because I don't have the physical time, literally like with the clock or the mental energy to talk to people that you just know you really won't click with in the long run. So... Cool. Well, this has been packed full of information from you and then maybe too much personal information about me, but <laughs> that I do that when I can get away with it when Marnie's not here. So <laughs> today was the day I could do it. So thank you for everything that you shared with us. And I love that you're accessible to non-Austin people. So tell us how everyone can get in touch with you if they want to work with you. You're welcome. It has been a pleasure. If you want to work with me, I have a website at dating, D-A-T-I-N-G dot passion unchained, as in unchain your passion. Okay. Dating dot passion unchained dot com. Or you can follow me on Instagram at passion unchained photos. Awesome. Okay, cool. I would highly recommend Joe because I can just even tell by the photos behind you, like you have a really cool aesthetic, like you get it, you know, and you're a together, great looking guy and someone that I would definitely trust. Thank you very much. And then if you guys need help putting those pictures together with the right words, like your bios and your prompts, you can always hit me up at kristenandchill.com. I am running a summer promotion for my banter lessons, which get guys tons of results. I'm giving $100 off for the summer so you can have a fun summer and have dates and walks in the park and all that kind of stuff. So if you want $100 off a banter session with me at checkout, just enter listener one and you'll get a hundred dollars off the banter bundle. So we want your profiles to be where they should be. Do yourself some justice and actually put energy into it because what you put into something is what you'll get out of it. So working with someone like Joe or working with someone like me will get you further rather than just throwing up some shit and being like, whatever, I don't really care. You're not going to see results. So we got to put the energy in. So hit Joe up 
at his website or follow him on Instagram. And remember to subscribe to our podcast. Our show comes out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. And we will see you guys next week. Thank you.